Welcome to Scrollin', episode 114. I'm Ket, joining me as always, Davey Starjumper. How's it going, man? Happy to be here. Happy right. to be here. That's what I'm going to go with on this episode. Happy to be here. We're going with happy to be here this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I'm right. About it. I feel like I have like five or six greetings that I say to you, and then you have like five or six responses, <laughs> and it's just like a shuffle. You know, The, the best <laughs> part about that, though, in my mind, it's like a hundred different responses. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I haven't used this one before. Used it two episodes <laughs> ago. <laughs> uh, look at me using my new words. I'm happy you're here, too. I'm also happy to be here. Um, Update 40 is live. I thought we could uh, just do a really quick rundown, uh, like a feature roundup, just a reminder of all the new stuff that we got with this update. So uh, first thing, uh, first and foremost, is this new activity, the the Endless Archive, uh, this solo slash duo, uh, you know, forever dungeon that just gets harder and harder until it's literally impossible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to Grizzly Khan. He and I did a, a duo run. Davius, you and I did a duo run. Yep. We've also done a, did a number of solo runs. You know, long story short, I think it's okay. I think it's good. What What do you think? What's your impression, Davius? I think it's fun. I think it's um, it's a nice. I don't know. It's 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 not. Um, I think I think ESO has done a very good job of like adding in these extra layers, and it's like if this was the only thing to do. Maybe it's not enough there, but they just keep adding in like kind of these just extra layers of things to do. Um, and when you add them all together, man, there's 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 a lot of different things that players can can get into in ESO. Like they they've kind of made a a very wide scope for players, I would say. And this is just kind of one more one more notch in that belt. Yeah, I uh, I think I have to remind myself that this is um a free thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like no, no money required or anything like that. It's just everyone has access to this thing. When we were doing a, a duo run last night, I was telling you, like, it's nothing, it, it doesn't like blow my mind, but it's very playable, you know? Like yeah. I, I definitely like don't mind doing it. Like I'm, I've, I've been farming for these uh, class set pieces and uh, it's kind of a long grind, but I really don't mind. I can just kind of put on a podcast or put on some music or mm-hmm. whatever and just mm-hmm. zone out and, it's a very kind of smooth experience, pretty much. I'm getting this kind of slow drip of rewards, this little kind of dopamine hit every so often. Um, I don't have to think too much, you know. It's just yeah. kind of just the right amount of engaging. I wouldn't say it's like, oh, I'm having so much fun. But as far as like, well, I just need to do some grinding. I just put it on a podcast and go. It's it's real easy to to do that. And it's good for that. I think my curiosity is peaked for I'm interested to see where i'm interested to see where it's at once you like when you get these sets like when you've grinded the class sets like then what is this thing like you know once you have the class sets is it something that we're still going to do every now and then like is there going to be other potential rewards added to it yeah that's that's interesting because they did say that they plan to add additional class sets in the future for the Mm -hmm. other skill lines so is that going to be part of new content or is it going to be added to this thing yeah because that's 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 kind of my worry that it's a similar to worry to where um, Antiquities was. Like Antiquities, when it came out, it's kind of crazy to think about now. When Antiquities came out, it's like that's all. Like I feel like that's all I did for like in the game for like a month was just grind Antiquities up, and then when I got like all of the mythics that I wanted and and got that all taken care of, it was kind of like all right, like. Now I never do antiquities again. It was, and I was worried I was never going to do it again. But now that they've kind of set this 
mode in the game of okay they release you know new mythic items with with new update content it's like you kind of always go back to antiquities to to get the new mythic items so it's kind of this slightly reoccurring thing that you can still go and, and utilize but not near as much when it came out and so i hope this kind of becomes something like that like i hope once you get these class sets that most like i don't want this to be once i get the class sets i want that this is something that just goes away and i never use again uh, Grizzly in the chat says they're rotating rewards through the merchants that are in there. So I guess that would be the thing that keeps you coming back like, oh, this week in the merchants, or I don't, I don't know how often they rotate, but maybe those merchants will have some sort of housing item or some lead or something like that that you really want to get a hold of. Also, um, it's kind of a, I don't know, Grizzly, maybe you know the 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 rotation, like, um, you know, as you go through the the endless archive, you know, it's only that like that final arc boss that gives you the class set drop. The the bosses in between give you like over like random overland uh drops, like from Merkmeyer and different places like that. And it's all curated. Every yeah. every single piece that I've gotten is a non-collected piece. And it's it, it seems like it's all from like one or two zones that I've been getting. I don't know exactly where where it draws from, but I think it's supposed to rotate zones periodically. So eventually, you'll have everything collected if you're doing this thing all the time. That's actually a really good point. That's kind of a um, I didn't think about that, but based on what I just said, like a, a continued reason to go and just kind of do it casually would be to just continually collect you know items. Yeah, if you're just if you're just trying to kill time, like, oh, this week they're doing Stonefalls, that, that's the drops that they're doing this mm-hmm. week, and I need, I need some of those sets so I can just do that to fill up that sticker book. That's a great point. It's kind of a neat that they do that. Uh, that's, that's a neat aspect of it, that you're just kind of slowly accumulating that stuff for your collection. So I think it's a neat thing. I think if you can, if you just remind yourself of the fact that it's it's free, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a free thing thrown into the game, and it's really actually designed pretty well. It's kind of a slow grind, but it's 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 not the worst grind as far as like just the actual experience compared to like the Maelstrom Arena, um, yeah. even Vatishran, which I think is a pretty fun thing. But Vatishran, you kind of have to think about what you're doing, you know, and things have to be done in a certain order, and and it's kind of hard to just zone out on that one to me. Yeah. This one, you really can just just kill the bad guys, you know. Yeah. That's that's all it is. And they did they did a good job with the um, the when you do fight that crystal boss, that's just it's just complete chaos. That thing is wild as far as the animations go. That thing, even is, just uh, like the second iteration of it is just like a major leap in difficulty it ramps up quick it gets really out of control it gets i mean it gets bizarre too like some (laughs) of those those later stages who knows what's going on it's it's some of the visuals are very cool yeah so i i would i would say that you know trying to be as as um critically as i can be is that that kind of like you said is it it's nothing that's like a game changer for the game, but it is a really nice one more layer of like an additional thing to do. Like, you know, you got BGs, you got dungeons, you got leveling characters, you got doing story quests. It's also a good place, like a, just kind of a good testing ground for like a PVE build. You know, if you just have like oh, an, an idea, yeah, just have absolutely. an idea for a PVE build, like, well, let's see how far this build gets me in the, in the endless archive. Let's see how good it is, you know? So yeah, that's the Endless Archive, and then of course the the class sets are uh, kind of the featured thing in there. That's the main reason to do it. 
I farmed out a set of the, the Nightblade set, the Soul Cleaver. Still working on getting all the pieces collected, but I at least have collected enough to put a build together with it, and I've been using it. It must be nice. That must it's nice. Be nice. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk more about that later. But uh, uh, spoiler: it is it is a very good set. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are you you getting any closer to to getting your DK set yet? Basalt? You know, there's a theme to my uh, <laughs> grinding capabilities and my um, my luck in in the game. And it, let's just say, with the archive, it has continued. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done multiple runs. I snuck out another run in since last we talked, and just to clarify for you, I have, um, let's see how many pieces I have now. I've got, all I'm trying to grind, by the way, is just a body set, just a regular five-piece body set of, of yeah. the Basalt uh, Blooded Warrior set. And I've got, I've got three pauldrons unlocked, three of the boots unlocked, and three of the belt unlocked. Mm-hmm. Um, with a sword and a shield uh, added to it. So my runs have been very unique. I'm, I guess I'm just unlocking it one armor piece at a time instead of just, you know, I think I'm yeah, up to like... Yeah, you have like, like 13 pieces, but you can only equip like four or something yes. like that. I, I, I've got like, I, I think it's like 14 pieces and three actual body pieces that I can, mm-hmm. I can actually utilize. So... It's been uh, it's been a unique experience. It looks like um, that. It just looks like that's just you know that's the Davius way. Uh, let me yeah. make sure that I get a full, multiple you know tens of tens of dozens of runs before I I really get my. And it doesn't help that the sets come in medium, heavy, and light. You know, so you're you're it's yeah. going to make you get every single one of those things before mm-hmm. you get what you want. My my first three drops were were all three shoulder pieces. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> that's how it started, and then I started getting like. A and you use a monster pieces. set, so you yeah. know you don't even yeah, that, use any of those. Was, that was not helpful at all. That was not helpful at all. <laughs> so. That's um, funny. You, they're just showing you right off the bat. This is how this is going to yeah, go, buddy. This, this is yeah. how your, your listen, farming's going to go. Listen, Davius, we remember you. <laughs> all right. You, uh, we remember, we're, they're still upset. I have done something on the grinding. You know, I was too critical of my 50 Maelstrom runs. Um, they're reminding me, even with the new set, cure, you know, where you can get the uh, sticker book and get all the sets. They, they're still finding ways to make sure that I get my mm-hmm. numbers in. So hopefully by the next episode, you'll have that set and we'll, uh, that's the plan. We'll hear about, hear about that. That's the plan. There's also this new group finder. I haven't actually used it yet, but I have taken a peek at it once in a while just to see, uh, what's going on in there. It seems like PVE people are using it quite a bit. I see some, uh, uh, some trial groups posted there. I see some dungeon groups, some, uh, some arena like, uh, like, um, uh, dragon star arena. Uh, stuff like that. I, I have not seen any PvP groups like trying to get together or anything like that. Uh, it's all PvE stuff. But, you know, it seems like people are using it. So, you know, good addition to the game. Nice little quality of life thing. Again, a free thing that's just thrown mm-hmm. into the game. I actually forgot that that was a thing. You know, we talked about it a lot about what we potentially thought it was. And I actually completely forgot about it until we started talking about it on this um just now <laughs> yeah till just now just four <laughs> seconds up. ago uh, i had funny. forgotten about it so 
Yeah, I I'd forgotten about it too. I just kind of randomly remembered. I'm like, oh, let me just look at that. And you know, there's a handful of listings for yeah for people looking for trial groups and stuff like that. So uh, I feel like it's probably something I will use in the future if, if there's some trial set that I'm wanting to farm or whatever. I'll probably use that to try to get a group together. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't think about that. It's kind of maybe an easier way to get into a trial group if you're trying to farm a certain set in there. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's these new Grandmaster crafting stations where it's like uh, an all-in-one attunable crafting station thing. I haven't actually used one yet, but they're in the game. Have you seen one yet? No, I haven't no. Okay. I even well. seen any yet. On a related note, the best thing about the update is this uh, jewelry crafting rebalance. So it's just way, way, way easier to upgrade your jewelry now um have you uh taken advantage of this yet upgraded any jewelry pieces or i have not but i i definitely i've collected my my gold you know my gold mats and i i will be uh but i'm kind of nervous like it's so easy to gold <laughs> stuff but i still have the old school mentality of like you better be sure before you do it i still haven't golded anything but i did have a couple of uh well a handful of blue pieces that i've just kind of been sitting on because i knew this update was coming you know so i didn't mm -hmm. want to upgrade anything until it got here so i've upgraded a few pieces i even crafted a wretched jewelry piece i crafted a kibosh gladiator jewelry piece and it's it's no big deal it's just no easy to do have you seen the price of gold jewelry mats what their new average price is nowadays I looked at the purple ones earlier today, and they were like 15k a piece, which is way lower than oh, they were. I think they were yeah. like 80k or so before. The, I didn't look at the gold though. I looked at the gold the other night, and the average price was 37k for the That's gold. That's incredible. Man, which for is gold. just, you know, it's going to keep going down. You yeah. know, I mean, add a, add a zero to that's what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's only it's only continue going to like. With with the change, I feel like that there's only going to continue be continue to be a flood to the market of there's only going to be more of these, and so I think that price is going to just continue to to go down. Yeah, well, because people's people don't have really huge stacks yet, you know, they got to mm -hmm. build them up. Mm -hmm. uh, like check in six months from now, it's going to be like half the current price, maybe even less than that. I bet. Yeah. As a as someone who has no idea what they're talking about, that's my prediction. sure 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 sure. Stamp of approval. <laughs> as far as economy, supply and demand kind of stuff, no idea. <laughs> and then a handful of combat and balance changes. Uh, I'll skip a lot of the, the less impactful stuff, but uh, the Arcanist Gibbering Shelter Ultimate, the one that gives your allies that shield every one second, um, it's every four seconds now. So a uh, big nerf to that. Also the... Rune of Eldritch Horror, the single target fear or charm ability, uh, much easier to break free out of now. And I've been paying attention to that. It, it, it indeed does seem much easier to break out of that now. So that's nice. good. For Dragon Knights, the uh, Inferno ability, that's the base ability of Cauterize and Flames of Oblivion. Uh, it now gives you your major crit buff on both bars at all times, uh, no matter where you have it slotted. Uh, and Molten Whip, similar thing. You can generate those Seething Fury stacks on either bar. You don't have to be on the bar uh, that Molten Whip is on. Corrosive Armor, you, you can no longer generate ultimate while Corrosive is active. So those, that's what's going on with DK. None of those things affect you, Davius. Nope. I actually, you know, I'm thinking through all of the changes in the Corrosive change. It may be my favorite change this whole patch. As a, as a leaping DK main. 
Um, it, um, it, I, I just struggled with everybody who played Dragon Knights in PvP. It was like, you better have Corrosive. Whatever your Dragon Knight build it was, it was like Dragon Knight Corrosive and then what else? And so it's exciting to see Dragon Knights now and like Corrosive, to, like you just don't see it near as much on Dragon Knights. And I, that's yeah, exciting. You definitely are seeing a lot more leaps for yeah. sure. It, it may be, and I don't know, this, you know, time will tell. Like, is it going to be too strong of nerf where like now nobody uses Corrosive? I don't necessarily want that, but. It is nice to see Dragon Knights doing different things in Corrosive. It's a it's a nice change for sure. I think you know probably people will go back to using Corrosive how most DKs used to, which is it's your back bar ultimate. It's like mm -hmm. if you're in a real bad situation, you can use that, but it's not going to be your goal is to just be in Corrosive as much as possible all the time. Yeah, and that's that's a really the key piece to it is that it, it's meant to be a defensive ability and. It got to the point where it was a hundred percent an offensive ability, and so it's nice to kind of see it more the the defensive DK ability. No, oh, yeah, it was a, a real common kind of build is basically just to build defensive where two defensive sets and your damage just comes from corrosive, you know. So you just mm -hmm. play play tanky turtle up until you get your ultimate, then go offensive, and then just go right back to turtling up. That's that's very common, or was very common for DKs. Templars, the Radiant Glory Morph of the Beam, now restores Magicka when it deals damage based on your target's missing health uh, with a maximum of 480 per tick, which is actually quite a bit. It does seem like a lot. And then the Restoring Aura ability, it gives you all three minor recovery buffs on either bar. More double bar action. You using um, Restoring Aura now? Yeah, I'm using it on Betsy. It's good. I was already using it before this patch. Um, I don't really notice it it's just kind of a convenient thing if i happen to forget to cast it you know because i'm i'm already casting it to give it to my teammates and it lasts a minute so i was already getting it on my back bar you know because I, okay. I was casting it on myself um but if i happen to forget to cast it i guess this this has me covered on the back bar so it's a nice little thing nice and then wardens the permafrost Ultimate, they reduced the damage by 60% because it was doing more damage than the other morph, which is supposed to be the damage morph, <laughs> uh, due to the, the Glacial Presence passive. Necromancers, Sorcerers, and Nightblades pretty much got nothing at all. They were left alone. Uh, and then Dawnbreaker has a slightly wider conal area now. And that's, that's, that's it. That's the recap. That's the feature roundup. That's all the stuff that we got in the patch. That's U40. Favorite thing, Davius, what do you think? Jewelry crafting rebalance? It's either that or I, I like the corrosive. Like I said, I, I, I got real tired of Dragon Knights with corrosive. And it's a weird thing to say because Dragon Knights is like my main, that's like my favorite main class to play in PvP. But I just got real tired of, of how popular corrosive got there for a while. Well, and it's an it's annoying to fight against too. Yeah. Like, you know, you learn to recognize it, and so you just be like, okay, I just don't fight that person yeah. until that's over, you know. And there's no, there really isn't. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, there really is no counterplay because if you try to fight them, you lose. Just mm -hmm. that's just how that goes. So you just find a tree to run circles around until their ultimate's over, and then, and then you can try to fight them. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad to see less corrosive because it really is not very fun to fight against. Yeah, it's not. And it's not um, like 
for the Dragon Knight kit to be one of like the coolest ability kits, like that's one of their least cool animation abilities. <laughs> in my yeah, opinion. it doesn't really. You just kind of turn green yeah, and have this little kind of cloud. You're slightly right. green. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, real DK's leap. We've said it before. Oh yeah. You know, real DK's leap. We all know. So, um, in uh, in PvP land, of course, is always doing a bunch of BGs. Uh, had some pretty nice duos last night, you and me. We had uh, yeah. Old Betsy and Lord of Nords, the classic duo, paired classic up. Classic duo. Classic. Got to give a shout out to Wanna Buy My Dog, Dekaira, I think is how you pronounce it, and Napalm. They had a pretty nasty little trio of brawler blades that... Uh, uh, you, actually, we were—I th- felt like we were fairly evenly matched a lot of the time, but uh, man, it felt brutal. Like they it were was... really ag- aggressive; they were going at us really hard. It was all friendly fun. We're all friends, you know. But man, a lot, man. Of, a lot of burst damage from that—a ton of burst damage, zero to a hundred. <laughs> Whenever they focus someone, like you could tell when they kind of got it together and like, okay, focus this person because they would just blink out of existence all of a sudden. Yeah, there was not a way out of it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had probably I don't know four or five matches in a row where it was just us and and it was us and two random teammates and then those three and a random fourth each time and uh, they were good fights every single time. I mean, we had to be I mean we were pushed to the limit every single time, but it was it was like just right though like it was yeah. just like really we were pretty evenly matched. Yeah. I think very enjoyable, good fun matches that like no absolutely no out of control or curb stompings at all. Like it was just. Good back and forth. Yeah, we were we were dishing it and receiving it on both ends. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Absolutely. So, uh, but actually, the build that I've been playing with, or one of the builds I've been playing with the most here lately, is is not old Betsy. That was just last night. But uh, Catface Johnson, my uh, my first ever character, my Nightblade the, the OG, um, the OG. He's a he's a Khajiit Nightblade. Uh, and I've I've kind of turned him into the the classic ranged sort of sort of blood mage kind of playstyle. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I farmed out that soul cleaver set, the the new nightblade class set, and I slapped it on this dude. It's an awesome set. I like it a lot. the The thing that I think is most noticeable about it is, is the sustain. It has a huge impact on your sustain uh, because if you think about it, the the two things you spam the most are uh, swallow soul, your spam, your damage spammable, and uh, offering, shrewd offering or malevolent, whichever morph you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your healing spammable. Those are the two things you're spamming the most, and those are both siphoning abilities. Those both get the eighteen percent cost reduction, and they're eighteen percent stronger, so you don't even have to spam them as much, you know. And and when you do, they cost less. So the the impact on sustain is huge. Uh, the damage and heals both seem very very juicy, very noticeable. Uh, the Soul Tether Ultimate is is the best part. You get that thing super duper fast, and it hits like a freight train. Super fun to use. Uh, I bet um, you won't catch me doing it, but probably like a Rush of Agony Soul Tether bomb sort of situation with this set would probably work pretty darn well. 18% Ooh. extra damage to a Soul Tether bomb. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of percentage right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my survivability, I can definitely tell my survivability feels really good. You know, uh, my my main spammable uh, Swallow Soul 
it, it heals me based on damage done, and it's doing 18% more damage. Uh, siphoning attacks uh, my, makes my light attacks heal me. That's 18% more. I can spam my shrewd offering a lot more, plus it, it's it's stronger as well. Um, so just all around, I'm I'm very survivable. And that's really the thing about this set is it's a sustain set, it's a damage set, and it's a defensive set, like yeah. all in one. That's what makes it so valuable. Is it's giving you all this stuff. That's the parts that really surprised me about it when you were when you were talking about it. It was the defensive side. Like I didn't even think about that part of it. I thought about like obviously heals are a lot better. Obviously the damage is going to be a lot better. But I didn't even think about like the additional defensiveness that it adds to the character. And that was yeah, because uh, that uh that siphoning skill line, like like what the name implies, you're you're siphoning health from your targets. You know that's kind of what mm -hmm. it's all about is this sort of like life steal sort of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's just amplifying that mechanic. Really, really nice. I guess I should say what the build is. It's Soul Cleaver as a double bar set, War Maiden on the front bar with a lightning staff, uh, Master Bow back bar, Gaze of Sithis, Mythic Helm, and One Piece Magma. So yeah, no um, no, no wretched vitality because the, the sustain from Soul Cleaver makes it so I don't feel like I really need it. I'm, I am using the Jewels of Misrule food to, to give me that extra sustain back, um, and it honestly feels really, really good. I don't feel like I need Wretched on this setup. I don't know if this will end up ultimately being the the final build for this guy. It, it very well may be. Uh, it's been working extremely well. Uh, but I'm still kind of, you know, toying with different ideas. And we, we may end still. up. Yeah, we may end up somewhere else. But that, that's been working excellent for me, and I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, you've you've only said good things about that Soul Cleaver set. It it definitely seems like that that set will be locked in for for this character and build for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Soul Cleaver and War Maiden are going to be locked in. I think the rest of it, especially the Master Bow, that's just kind of like I don't have anything better for the mm -hmm. Bat Bar. I'm I'm already using Venom Arrow for my weapon and spell damage buff, so that's just an easy throw the Master sure. Bow on there. They really need to buff the master bow. It's not Man, great I, compared to. You other remember the days weapon. where that that used to be a big deal back in the day. That was the bow, and it's just it's fallen on some hard times. Yeah, we won't. I won't get into it, but it's just compared to other arena weapons, it's very lackluster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, the offense, the off offensive kit. I use venom arrow to get my weapon and spell damage buff. Plus, activate the master bow. Swallow souls, the spammable merciless resolve, of course. Uh, Impale the ranged execute. And the Soul Tether Ultimate. Those are my damage abilities. Uh, the healing kit is Resolving Vigor and Shrewd Offering. Uh, also, I get healed from my, my spammable Swallow Soul and Siphoning Attacks. I also have the Barrier Ultimate. Very, very survivable. It's also a long-range build, so I'm not really in the middle of the danger all that much. And I can turn invisible. You know, um, No big so. deal. Just on top <laughs> <Yeah>. of it all. <laughs> Uh, I also have that Phantasmal Escape uh, Bubble ability. It gives you Major Evasion and Snare Removal and a free Roll Dodge mechanic whenever you take direct damage. An incredibly good ability. Another very, very good layer of survivability. And I also slot Concealed Weapon on the front bar. That's, a, that's the melee spammable. I don't actually use it. I just have it slotted because it gives me Major Berserk when I come out of stealth. And it also gives me Minor uh, Expedition at all times while slotted. So I just have that as just a all the buffs. This has a passive on the front bar. Yeah. 
So pretty standard loadout, I think. Like if you if you played like a like a ranged kind of blood mage style magblade in the past, like around like Somerset era, you know, it was really popular around that time. Uh, I think you know this will feel very familiar to you. It's just it's that build basically, uh, but with this soul cleaver set and paired with war maiden, it it's kind of on another level, honestly. So that's all I have to say about Catface. One more build I have to talk about is Intergalactic. He's my sorcerer. Um, I've turned him into a Bokensork. The Bokensork. Beautiful. So uh, we're all familiar with the Sam Sork, the, the famous Execute Sork pioneered by our good friend Uncle Sam. I don't know if he was the first one to do it, but we got the idea from him. So I've been running a version of that build for a while, but um, I just decided that I wanted to try putting together a one-bar version of the build. And I'm not the first. Davis, you have a one-bar Execute Sork. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Mother of Dragons, she famously plays a one-bar Execute Sork. But if I, if I can brag on myself just a second, <laughs> I, I do believe I have perfected the one-bar version of it the Execute Sork. It is now perfect. I, I think so. I, I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> recommend. Honestly, I don't think I'm going back to two bars on this guy. I think I think we're sticking yeah. with the Oaken Soul setup. It's awesome. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah, and, and you can look in our Discord. You can see the scoreboards to uh, to prove it. It's, it's a great build. So um, it's it's similar gear as the old setup. It's a Kavach Gladiator, Wretched Vitality, the Oaken Soul Ring, and One Piece Magma. The weapon is a bow, uh, which I think is the very best weapon to use for any Oaken Soul build, and three Bloodthirsty on the jewelry. Very, impor very important. Hmm. So the offensive loadout is super duper simple. It's just Crystal Weapon, Endless Fury, and the Overload Ultimate. That's it. So uh, the combo is just you make sure you're Light Attack Weaving and you alternate between Crystal Weapon and Endless Fury. Crystal Weapon, Endless Fury. And you can have Overload active or not. Even without overload, it's it's actually quite a bit of pressure because um, of how crystal weapon applies to your next two light attacks. So as long as you're always light attack weaving and you're always alternating crystal weapon, endless fury, crystal weapon, endless fury, it's a it's a nonstop barrage of damage that's always coming at them. Plus you're keeping that fury on them, so the the moment they drop into execute range, that's your kill, right? Just boom right away. And of course, if you have Overload active, I mean, forget about it. Hardly anybody's going to survive that. So it's actually surprisingly uh, effective offense, even in a 1v1 situation, like against... I mean, I've taken fairly formidable Dragon Knights out uh, 1v1. Um, and if you're in a situation where you can't get out, you know, we have that bow that gives us um, a major expedition. We have Streak. We can get away. Um, I'm also using Vigor and the Matriarch for my, uh, my healing abilities. So it's just kind of the complete package, really. You know, we have a really, really strong offense. Uh, Vigor and the, the Matriarch are all the heals you need, plus that Matriarch you can heal your teammates with, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. Strong heal. Very strong. Yeah. And Supreme Mobility with Major Expedition and Streak. You know, everything's covered. If you're on PC, by the way, um, I strongly recommend, if you're going to use the Matriarch, get this add-on called Dead Pet Alert, because people will focus the heck out of that Matriarch. <laughs> I mean, sometimes sometimes I swear, like, every five seconds, it's dead, and I have to resummon it. 
And that add-on makes it a lot easier because it just notifies you right away as soon as it dies and you can just resummon it right then before it's too late, you know? Because mm. sometimes it's not obvious that your pet's dead and you go to heal and you're like, oh crap, I don't have my pet. It's not around. Yeah. So that helps. Best thing about the build, I think, is that uh, no lightning form, right? It's a it's an Oaken Soul build, so I don't have to use the lightning form. I can actually yeah. see my character. I can see the cool fashion that I've... It's a great thing you know, for, that the, I've, for the one-bar sorts. Oh yeah, that's that's the best part. And I think one thing I, I will recommend for anyone uh, playing around with this build is to experiment a lot with uh, like different sustained Munda stones and different armor weights, like how many light pieces versus medium pieces and all that, just to get the sustain dialed in just right. Because um, using crystal weapon and vigor, those are both uh, stamina costing abilities and then everything else costs magicka but you also have to dodge and block and all that stuff it, it's very hybridy with the with the resource drain and everybody plays a little different you know you might dodge a little more or less than i do and that kind of stuff so for me what feels good is I, i'm a breton so uh being a breton and with five light armor and a serpent moon to stone for stamina recovery that's what feels good to me you might want to try different things. Maybe Atronach feels better to you. If you're not a Breton, you know, maybe that's what you want to do. Or hmm. maybe three light, three medium or whatever. I, I think, you know, you can't, I wouldn't say, you know, you might just start with five light and do the Serpent Mundus like I'm recommending. And that might work well for you. But I, I do strongly recommend experimenting with that quite a bit. Because I had, I had to experiment a lot before I found that, that kind of sweet spot for me. Nice. So those are my builds. Davis, why don't you take over for a while? You got some uh you got some stuff for us? Got a couple builds. I'm gonna talk about one that I hardly ever talk about. Lord of Nords. <laughs> my my Who's that? My Stam DK. I I I rarely mention this guy, the old Lord of Leapin himself. No, that's that's definitely one I want to talk about. And more on a hypothetical, uh, as we mentioned with the uh endless uh the endless archive, I am I am grinding away, um, but uh, I've got a strategy when it comes to grinding sets, and I like to do it slowly and steady. And uh -huh. so I, you know, I'm getting uh, each each armor piece at a time, uh, really, really exploring the uh, the full archive and and how long can it take to grind out a set? You know, I'm really researching that aspect, but. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we've, we've talked about this basalt blooded set for, for a while. Uh, I think it's basalt blooded warrior, right? Yeah. Bas basalt, basalt. basalt yeah. yeah. Like so, yeah. um, you know, we've talked about a while. This is the, the idea is to get that, um, set on, uh, Lord of Nords to, to get that major heroism. So he'll have major and minor heroism and just yep. potentially leap for days. So. So the the potential set, and I will say this is very this is going to be. I, I have the feeling this is going to take a lot of testing because there's a lot of unknowns for this. But but the the hypothetical setup is the the five piece basalt blooded, um, two piece blood spawn, one piece trainee, one piece druid, um, with the um, black rose prison dual wield with the oaken soul, and then the bar setup uh, for offensive abilities. It's just going to be whirling blades, deep breath, and leap. Um, and then for defensive abilities, it's going to be the Quick Cloak, uh, Cinder Storm, and then Coag for the heal. And so that's that's kind of the idea that I'm gonna initially going to start with once I can get this set. 
it's it's kind of hard to at least for me it's been kind of hard to theory craft because i i do have worries about kind of the offensive output with just whirling blades and deep breath and leap but it's just it's really all going to kind of hinge on how often is he actually going to be leaping with major minor heroism he's ignored with the blood spawn um, with a decisive weapon so if everything works out to plan um, it will absolutely be you know he'll just be leaping all over the place he'd be leapfrogging in the middle of a bg and so um, if i, I can see get- it working yeah, especially if, in the right team comp, you know, you're in there just applying the the AOE pressure and swiping up those executes when people get low on health. Absolutely, and yeah. and the other thing about it too is like, if he leaps enough, it's going to absolutely take care of the like a lot of the different defensive side of things because it's it's basically just going to be that damage shield reapplying itself over and over and over. So I could see it making this build very very tanky and kind of a an off the beaten path way. Hmm. And it help your sustain as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm 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 drop basically I'm dropping the noxious breath for the cinder storm to make sure that I can you know proc the set. Um, so it's potentially dropping. Uh, my biggest worry there is the, um, you know, the the noxious Losing breath that breach. Yeah, major breach as well as it is a dot. Like it's not a super strong dot, but it does throw a dot on a bunch of, you know, on a bunch of players. So it is a some pressure. Yeah. But it is going to return back some CC, which is nice because this build doesn't have, you know, a lot of potential CC. And that Cinderstorm is a nice CC as well. It is a nice heal. Um, this nice is one heal. of the one of the unique uh, Oaken Soul builds I have that doesn't have vigor, and so it's going to kind of I think Cinderstorm is going to kind of fit in a nice placeholder for that heal over time that vigor kind of fulfills. Because honestly, right now one of the biggest weaknesses to the Lord of Nords build. Uh, which is especially tough right now, but one of the biggest weaknesses is with how many dots get thrown on you in, in current BGs. If you're in like a real sweaty match and you get a whole bunch of dots thrown on you, you have no way to cleanse them off. And with Coag being that only heal, you're just really just using all your resources to he- try to heal through those dots. And it's very yeah, difficult to you do. You need a heal over time to, yeah. to help fight that. So I see this as being an absolute way to to help with that. The additional leaps. Yeah will kind of relieve some of that pressure with the thunderstorm. So I, I do see it kind of being a better opportunity in those situations. I think I could see it working well. So your, your like basic combo, if you don't have leap, is just going to be like deep breath and then spam Spin. whirling blades until yep. that explodes. Just and then deep, deep breath, breath and, and spinning. And then, and then leaping when I can. I mean, it's just going to be as leap as much as you possibly can. And you'll have the quick cloak going, yep. so that's a little bit of pressure over time as well. Yep. Absolutely. So I, I hope it works out. You know, it's it's going to hopefully by the next time we have an episode, I will have this set farmed uh, and be able to kind of test this through. But um, this is the initial idea and the setup that I'm going to start with. And if if that offensive kind of toolkit is enough to kind of keep pressure, uh, then I think it's going to be perfect. I've played around with the Mundus. Uh, right now, I currently use the Serpent for the sustain, but I've played around with switching it to the Warrior Mundus with you know, that's another thing that I'm going to have to test out with me leaping as much as I am. That's an, you know, a lot of sustain for the character. So if I can afford to drop that sustain Mundus for additional weapon damage, then that may be another way uh, to get some more damage out of it to see if that mm-hmm. leap is enough sustain. But that's just, you know, it's you can plug that into the build editor as much as you want. It's not going to tell you how many times you're going to be actually leaping in a match. So uh, it's going to take it's going to take some testing. 
but I'm excited. You know, Lord of Leaping, he should be leaping even more. So the true, the true Lord of Leaping, the true Lord of Leaping, which should it should be a crazy amount of leaping. Uh, that's really become the goal for the character now. Like I don't, it's not even about him being effective in a BG. Just if he's leaping enough, where people on other teams are like, "How is he leaping so much?" That's going to be a win for Lord of the North. It's like mission. I wonder accomplished. if it'll be. I wonder if it'll be so much that maybe you might try switching to Baylorg as your monster set. Oh, that's interesting. Like if if it's enough ultimate gin mm-hmm. that I can I can trade out for Baylor. That's actually a really good idea. I may have to test that because I if I am leaping that try. Much, uh I may not need the defensive side of, of the blood spawn either. Mm-hmm. That's an option. I'll have to keep that in the back of my mind as a potential trade out because that would also help with the with the offensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun regardless. It's gonna be a lot of fun to kind of test my way through that. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna talk you into running more duo archives with me, and <laughs> sure. we'll we'll get that set farmed in another 22 runs. <laughs> Gary, and welcome to the chat, dude. Good to see you, man. Uh, and this is the exciting one um, for for longtime listeners. Uh, you know, I've talked about it, I've joked <laughs> about it, I've heard making the it legends. happen. The legends, <laughs> I, it's bringing it back. I am returning the Guarplar build. We are going the return to, of the Guarplar. The return of the Guarplar for my main character, Davius. This is it's it's coming back. Uh, the Guarplar build. The key piece to it is that Cold Harbor's favorite. Uh, it is a healing build. So this is your first ever PvP build. This right? is the like original. You're, you're, the OG. Yeah, I mean you're reprising it. I'm yes. sure it won't be exactly the same, but yeah, the same idea. Yes, it's a it's going to be a new edition of it. And I actually would already have this completely built because all the stuff that I have for it, I have all the sets and everything. I've just been kind of focusing on Lord of Nords trying to get that set up. So, yeah, uh, the return of the Guarplar can it can happen. It, it, it will definitely have happened by next episode when you least expect it, when you least expect the Guarplar. <laughs> there he is. The, the Guarplar going strong. Um <laughs> The, so the, the, the initial start of the build, and, and once again, this one's going to have to be tested through a little bit as well, but the initial idea will be the, the five-piece Cold Harbor's favorite, uh, two-piece Engine Guardian, two-piece Trainee, the Maelstrom Resto, and then Oaken Soul. The heals is going to be Breath of Life, Radiating Regen, Extended Ritual, and then the uh, Practice Incantation for the ult. A um, yep. lot of strong heals there. Um, and then the other abilities is going to basically just be race against time. And then the key to the build to make it all work is the symbiosis ability. And that's one that makes your light attacks actually heal your allies instead of do damage. Um, and the key to that is to control that cold harbor favorite, that cold harbor's favorite proc so that it's only ever doing the heal proc. Um, it's mm-hmm. just going to continually do that heal proc. Because, yeah, if you heal, it heals. If you do damage, it does damage. Yes. So so that way it only ever, it's just a healing set that way, yeah. as long as you use symbiosis. Yep. And it's a strong heal. It's, um, you know, I was talking with you kind of through the, the, the tool tips and stuff. With this build, it should be about a 12K, 12K heal over time over six seconds. So about 2K tick uh, per heal. And it should happen every 10 seconds. So it uh, should be a pretty strong heal realistically this is not going to be your meta healing build at all like far from it but uh the guarpilar 
It'll uh, surprise you, you, though. It'll sneak up on you, the Guarplar. <laughs> it'll, hey, yeah, the Guarplar will heal more than you think. And it's always fun to see your teammates. Like, it makes this little green circle. All the teammates run in the circle, then you run out. It's, it's, it's a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, I think that the, probably the most testing that I'll do with this initial setup is that Engine Guardian. Like, I'm going to start with Engine Guardian, but if I'm good on sustain, I'll probably swap that out for a... a a healing monster set. A um, couple good ones Ozazan. out there. But, yeah, Ozazan's definitely one of them. But Bloodspawn is always good too. Yeah, Bloodspawn will be great because it'll, you know, that'll lead more to that that heal ult, and that heal ult's very, very good, very strong. Uh, so it's amazing how long Bloodspawn has been. Just throw it on any PvP build; it's fine. It's you know? the, it's <laughs> it's the one that survived it all. You know, it's it's survived yeah. all the metas. It's even been nerfed pretty hard since, yeah. you know, it's old, old version. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry so, to interrupt. No, 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 no. Interrupt away. I, I am super, super excited uh, to bring the Guarplar back. I'm, I'm excited to get this in and test it out and, and just bring it back to life. Just, just super fun to play. Just super fun to kind of be wacky, but still deliver enough heals to, to be effective with the team. Uh, very off the beaten path build here. Um, you know, it was the original wacky Davius build. You know, it was the original mm-hmm. wacky one. So I remember it being pretty good. Yeah, if memory it, serves. It's it's a stronger heal than you would definitely think. Uh, it, it you start tacking all those heals together, and it it starts. It's it'll throw some heals out there. Return of the Gorplar. I'm ready for it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Real quick announcement. So the the next episode, two weeks from now, it's going to be our annual BG report. Um, so that's where we we just do a deep dive into the current state of Battlegrounds. We talk all about it. We rank all the classes mm-hmm. from from worst to best, and we talk all about why they're good, why they're bad, and you know we get all into it. Uh, this time we're going to have a special guest, Wanna Buy My Dog. A very good friend of ours. Um, he's 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 one of the one of the goons, uh, one of the inner circle goons. Absolutely, I think you guys will like him a lot. Um, so yeah, don't you don't want to miss the next one? That's going to be a, a great episode. We have some emails to get into. Scrollingpodcast at gmail That's our email address. Someone's sending me a message. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so, what What happened? Scrolling podcast at gmail.com. Email. Email. Scrolling podcast. Uh, that's, that's where you can send the emails to. Uh, every week, Davius is going to pick his favorite email of the bunch, and I'm going to give him some gold. This week, we're going to do 300K, enough to buy a stack of tripods. Nice. Very nice. So first email comes from the Golden Elf. Golden Elf asks, Imperial or Stormcloak and why? Keep in mind that Nords can join the Imperial Legion too, he says. <laughs> I like the little yeah. subtext there. Perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know. So I really am not super like informed about these two mm, factions. Disappointing, Cat. If I can, if I can say so, just I did play Skyrim, but it's sure. just it's it was a long time ago, and and it's fuzzy. But I just earlier today I did a little bit of reading on the wiki and stuff. I feel like I feel like I'm more of a Stormcloak, just going off of nice. vibes, you know, just kind of going off of vibes. Sure. I feel more Stormcloaky. I tend I, to be like a rebellious. 
on the side of a rebellion, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We know where, Imperials... true, where your true loyalties lies to the to the Nords of the North. <laughs> well, those Imperials, you know, they're all rich and snooty, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't like them. Um. So yeah, I would go Stormcloak. So, so I guess that's your answer too. Stormcloak. Yeah, I mean, great question. This is a good question. This is a good specific question. I, 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 you know, I could talk about this for a while, but I will say <laughs> that you know it seems very easy that I pick Stormcloak, and that is my answer. But I, I do, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I've said this in the past. Like my my ESO main Davius Starjumper. Like the reason, like I have taken that character name from game to game to game so the very first time i ever created that character was when i played morrowind for the first time and when i played morrowind he he you know that character the part of that game you can enjoy you can join the imperial legion and get like i think you get like the highest rank so he you know in that game i was i i was in the imperial legion i i went that route um but then i've just brought him to oblivion and then I remade the character into Skyrim and the remade to ESO. And then I just make them older and more beat up looking every time I bring them from game to game to game. Uh, but Stormcloak's the answer here. I mean, that's the, that's the you know, Skyrim's the home of the Nords. The Stormcloak is the, the Nord faction. They're kicking those Imperials out of their home. Defending the, Norm, the Nord homeland. Yeah, Storm, Stormcloak's the answer here for sure. It's a true... It's a true Nord faction. There's a little sure. more heart in your in your answer. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, I guess Stormcloak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Golden Elf. Uh, next email comes from Caleb. Caleb says, hey, I dig the show. I just discovered it a few weeks ago and enjoy listening while I'm at work. I'd enjoy, I, I'd, like, I'd like to join the Discord as I am an avid theory crafter myself. Thanks. We got Caleb in here? We, we got him the invite? He's in. He got nice. the invite. Caleb's in, people. Cat's always great Happy about that. By the time we read the email, Cat's already got this taken care of. He's already yeah. got it taken care of. So Caleb doesn't have any questions. He's just, just saying hello, pretty much. Next email comes from Sudika. This actually came over Discord, and anytime I see Sudika, uh, that reminds me to remind people that these don't have to be emails. Any Any way that you can contact us just say, hey, this is for the podcast, and then just say whatever you have to say. So Discord, Endgame, whatever, uh, it's all good. So um, Sudika says, Dear Scrollin' Podcast, just writing in to say that it would be so cool if you could interview legendary players from time to time. Uh, whenever a new episode comes out, I binge it right away, so I've been going through episodes from the distant past in between new ones and digging out gems. Uh, I really enjoyed the ones with guests. For example, episode 93 with Mother of Dragons was awesome. I totally thought she was going to talk about how to get 75 kills in a match, but the BG mass murderer talked about, with a passion, how to hoard gold? It cracked me up and made my day. Oh, that's good. So, I'm selfishly asking for more, uh, like people who are exceptionally good at, uh, like people who are exceptionally good at something, be it a particular class, playstyle, role, or task. Get them in, profile them, ask them questions, share their stories. Uh, keep the great content coming, Sudika. That's a great suggestion. And uh, yeah, you know, we made a we made a, a announcement earlier. Want to buy my dog? Going to be a guest on the next episode, so uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Yep. And um, I've definitely thought before about trying to get guests more often, and I, I know a fair number of people that would be excellent guests. 
it's it's a it's it's quite a bit more work for me every time we have a guest. Very true. Very true. So, There's a lot uh, of background extras if that if that happens. I'm I'm very meticulous with how I edit, and I want it to be a very polished product in the end, and like a, just another person to to edit. It's just a lot more work, so I don't want to do it all the time. But I do. It is worth it. Is worth it when we do do it. You know. Ket has spent years getting me to the point where he can clean me up. You know, he's polished me up. You know, he's scrubbed <laughs> and cleaned, and you know, it's taken him taken him years. <laughs> what you need to do is tell you need to ask uh, Davis to take vacations more often because that's that's yes. usually when we have guests. <laughs> Someone to replace get, Davis when he's get out of Davis town. out of here. Get him out of here. Then we're gonna get more people on. There we go. There we go. Because that's when Mother of Dragons was a guest. It's because you were out of town. That's and true. I asked her to fill for you. That's true. Yeah. I think I I think I had a vacation. I think it was a vacation. It was either a work trip or a vacation. I can't remember which one. Yeah, it was one of those. But. Thanks for writing in, Sudika. Last email comes from Garion. Garion uh, Garion asks, uh, Ket, can you suggest on the podcast that uh, everyone submits a ticket in game, asking for a separate deathmatch queue for battlegrounds, and that deathmatch is removed from the random queue? Garion says, if enough people, if enough of us put in tickets and do so frequently, they might listen and do something. So I'm passing that along. You know, I generally don't like to use the podcast as like a platform to like tell people to go do something, you know, but I can tell, I can pass your message along, Gary. And so there, there you go. Gary, it says. Is a, it's officially been passed along <laughs> the, the official deathmatch protest. But definitely, uh, it's, it's a great idea to submit feedback about that, you know, and it may or may not make any kind of difference, but if, if they know that this is something that people want, it can't hurt, you know, uh, I don't know if this exact solution is it but just you know just if i think if we just let gazos know like hey we want to be able yeah. to play deathmatch please they can figure out how to do it you know i'm always curious of like there is a lot of us that want the deathmatch queue and want to only play deathmatch like there is a lot of us but what is that no like that's a, there's a lot of us in relation to we all know the names and play to each other but like I wonder if there's a lot of us in relation to like the population of the game. Like, no, no. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's our biggest challenge. Like there may be, you know, a hundred of us, a 200 of us, like we, you know, that all want to be in the deathmatch queue and can keep that thing going. But if it is 200 in relation to the, I don't know how many players play the game, a million, two million, you know, whatever it is. Like if it's like a 2%, 1%, 2% number, I just don't see Zoss ever. I just don't see them ever making that change based on just the percentage. But I could be wrong. I'm just making up numbers here. But I, I do think that's our potential biggest challenge for for our deathmatch uh, crew uh, in the game out there. Yeah, it, it it seems like a long shot because it is a pretty small subset of the player base, and as much as we don't like to admit it there are a a great number of people that like things just how they are mm-hmm. you know yep davis what's your favorite email so i have to ask do we've got any we got any xboxers on here not that that Let's factors see. in but it would be great to know i think it's all pc people here i'm not sure about caleb but otherwise i think it's all pc people I'm gonna go Golden Elf. I liked the I liked the Imperial Stormcloak. It, okay. Uh, 
it appealed to it appealed to my my ESO love of the ESO of the ESO lore. I don't know Golden what that elf. sentence I just said was, but <laughs> <laughs> the message got across. Golden Elf actually might be Xbox. Oh, I see I think, what you did here. It was a setup from the beginning. <laughs> the Xbox people have been working on maybe having a little something because we, I, you know, we have we're all, we got a we have a a presence on the Xbox uh, platform now. Got got a goon guild over there. I think they've been working on getting some prize gold together, but I don't think it'll be the full 300k golden elf. But uh, we'll 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 get in touch. We'll get in touch, and we'll get you something. All right, we'll get you a little something. We get you something. <laughs> we got you something. Get you get you a little something. I I think the exchange rate between Xbox and PC is very different too. So 300k might be like a bazillion <laughs> gold like- over there. You know, like- <laughs> that's Mother of Dragons gold right there. I mean, calm down, everybody, calm down. <laughs> All right, we'll get you hooked up, Golden Elf, one way or another. So that is scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, make any suggestions for the show, any questions, tell us a joke, say hello. Uh, food-related emails, mm-hmm, highly mm-hmm. encouraged. And like I said, you can hit us up in Discord or in the game. doesn't have to be an email. However, you can get in touch with us do it. We have a guild. The guild's name is Stoons Goons. It is literally the best PvP guild in the game, and it just so happens to also be the best named guild on the PCNA server. It's also the official guild of the Scrollin Podcast. We're on PCNA and Xbox NA. Do we- if you'd like to join... Sorry, I don't Sorry. mean to interrupt because you're on a roll and it's fantastic. Do we want to share the story of the Stoons Goons that happened the past week? So we wanna, the past week what happened in the past this week? was this was we had a little we had a little lit uh we we had oh. a little leadership <laughs> we had a little leadership issue <laughs> i accidentally left the guild yeah that's right it was devastating news people were were mortified we didn't know what happened turns out ket just didn't realize he left i was like you know i forget you guys forget you all uh, no, I, sorry it must just, have been because I think you press, like, if you're on that screen, it's like press E to leave the guild, or, or it's press X to leave the guild, and then E to confirm, you know, which is the exact thing that you do to, like, delete stuff out of mail and then confirm that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing I must have been doing some, like, like kind of automatic key, key button presses, yeah. and I was just on that screen, and that's what happened. It's surprisingly very easy to do, and it doesn't, like, yeah. ask you. It's just done and done. Yeah, boom, boom. Yeah. You got to put if you you know if you want to delete a random blue item that you don't want anymore, you got to type in all caps. But if you <laughs> yeah. leave a guild, no problem. Very easy, very easy to do. <laughs> it should uh it should at least like because I'm the guild owner, yeah, you know. Like, so it, it just let you like, bail. It shouldn't oh, let you leave if you're the guild owner. Yeah. It should be like, no, you need to demote yourself and then you can leave. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Use the add-on. No, thank you to disable the ability to leave a guild. An add-on for that. <laughs> There's an add-on for everything. Here. There's an add-on for an add-on everything. to not leave guilds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Sorry, I, I interrupted, but that was too good not to bring up. Too good not to bring. Up. It, was a, it, was a, it was a fun uh, random day of the week there. If you would like to join the Stoons Goons on either PCNA or Xbox NA, you can email us at scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. If your guild roster is full or if you're on a different platform, that's okay. The, the Discord is really where the action is anyway. That's where 
everybody hangs out and we're talking about build ideas and sharing memes and, and all that kind of stuff. And everybody who's on the Discord is a fully fledged goon. Mm-hmm. So scrollingpodcasts at gmail.com if you want to join the guild or the Discord or both. If you'd like to support the show, one easy thing you can do is go to the Apple Podcast app and give us a star rating and especially a written review. If you'd like to go a step further than that and support us in a bigger way, you can go to patreon.com slash scrollingpodcast and sign up to receive Stoon's Boon for $3 a month. That gets you access to a number of benefits, including the Booncast, which is a, a shorter solo episode or a, sh- a shorter solo podcast that I do on the off weeks. So you get a little scrolling every week. Uh, you can also support us by just putting stuff in the guild bank on PCNA or on Xbox NA. If you have some extra gold, crafting mats, tripods, anything of value that you, you think might help, just toss it in the guild bank. That actually helps a lot. Um, and again, just come uh, join the Discord and hang out with us, participate in conversations. That kind of stuff absolutely fuels the show. Um, if nothing else, just being our friend helps out quite a bit. Shout out to the chat, Gary and Grizzly Khan and Gummy Bear. Thank you guys for being here. Shout out to Uncle Sam, King Nar, Shrimpo, Nachu, Wanna Buy My Dog, uh, Outcast, Luxai. There were some others. What, uh, De- De- those guys, uh, Dekaira and uh, what was his name? Napalm. Is that right? Napalm. Napalm. Nice. Yep. Look at me remembering things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, we've all just been playing together a lot here lately. Just a good group of friends. Uh, really glad to have those around. Uh, shout out to the Elder Goons, the OGs. Uh, thank you guys for being around for so long and for being our friends. And shout out to our Stoons Boon recipients, uh, the Patreon supporters, Porkbody, Toadster, Gummy Bear, Grizzly Khan, Thomas, Taggart, Mother of Dragons, Sudika, Jim, Maxwell, and Derpin Stuff. Thank you guys very, very much. Davis, you have anything else? I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.